Welcome to Compass with Hela E. Michelia, finding direction for your life. Greetings of grace. I'm Hela D. Michelia. I want to thank God for the opportunity that we have today to be here and to sit at His Word. The Bible says that the entrance of His Word gives light. So where there is darkness, what is required is the Word of God and brings understanding to somebody who is simple. And one of the things that God does in our lives is to simplify our hearts so that we can be able to receive His Word. You have an assignment before you, and that is to pursue your destiny. I have an assignment that is to walk with you into where God wants to take you to. So I want to welcome you to Compass. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your name. Thank you for the opportunity to sit and meet with you. Give us insight into your word, and let us be able to walk with it in Jesus' name. Today, I want to begin a series. I call it Keys to Fulfilling Your Destiny. Jesus spoke to Peter. He said, Peter, you are the rock. Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you bind in heaven is bound on earth. And that means that for you to be able to fulfill what God wants you to do, you need keys. You don't need a key. You need keys. Uh, There is no one master key to doing everything that needs to be done in your life. There is no one master key. You will need a combination of factors to be able to get to where God wants you to get to. That is very, very critical and that is important for you to understand. So the first key today I want to share with you is the key of diligence. Is the key of diligence. To be diligent means three things. Once to be diligent means to be focused and conscious of what you are doing. That is that you are doing something and your mind is in what you are doing. If you've seen people who drive, sometimes if you drive, possibly you drive the same route very often, maybe from your home to your office, you know, or to any place at all. You'll discover that a time comes that you will lose consciousness of that particular, uh, you know, driving that you do. And you begin to discover that you are even driving and you are even unconscious, you know, and all of that. And sometimes you actually are not intending to go to the office. You're intending to go somewhere, branch off, you know. But because your mind has been so stereotyped uh, along that road, you'll discover that you will even move go past where you intended to go that day because somehow in your heart you have lost consciousness of what you are doing people who are diligent are conscious of what you are doing part-time the word diligent also means to be hard-working that is that you are not wasting time on something else you are focusing your energy you know you're focusing your resources on what you are called to do There are a lot of people who are doing too many things, putting their effort, time, and energy into something that they have not been called to do. Now, I want you to know something. That is that the time that God has given you upon the earth is meant for your destiny. Now, that statement looks simple, but it's very important. There's an assignment God has given to you on the earth. All the time put together that you have on the earth is supposed to be tuned towards that assignment. It's supposed to be focused towards that assignment. If you are doing anything else with your time that is not connected to the furthering of your assignment on the earth, you are actually losing the time you should be using to pour into your assignment. Eventually, if you're not careful, you may not have enough time to finish everything that God wants you to do with the time that he has given you upon the earth. So it is putting your time, your energy, your resources to that thing that you are supposed to be doing with your life, you know, and all of that. And finally, the word diligent also means to persevere. 
That is that. Actually, the word diligence, if you check it out in the dictionary, is means hard-working perseverance. That is that you are doing something and you are not probably getting results immediately. And you do not give up, you know, because you are not getting the kind of results that you are expecting to get. That is that you, cont- you are continuing in that thing and not giving up on it easily. That's also the meaning of the word diligence. And I want to look at a couple of scriptures this morning that speak to us on the matter of diligence. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, that is God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that is that he exists, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, one day the Lord spoke to my heart, you know, on this issue of being diligent. That there are a lot of people who have not received the full reward of what God has called them to do because they are not diligent. And what is the definition of diligent? To be diligent means to be conscious, to bring your consciousness to bear upon the assignment that you are doing. When you bring your consciousness to bear upon an assignment, you begin to see ways to resolve that thing that you have not put your heart to. Most of the time, the problems and the challenges that we are unable to resolve is because we do not put our heart to it. When you see people who are good at resolving puzzles, you know, they are people who actually bring their consciousness to come to bear. Because for every puzzle, the answer to the puzzle is within the puzzle, you know. But it takes people who have a diligent eye. It takes people who are very conscious, you know, of what is happening around them to be able to resolve that puzzle. There are going to be puzzles of life as you move on in life and your capacity to bring to bear your mind. Listen to me. Always be where you are. If you are going to be a diligent person, you have to always be where you are. You're going to have to learn to focus on what you are focusing on. You're going to learn to remove distractions from your way. You're going to learn to pour your heart, to pour your mind, to bring your faculties to bear upon whatever you are doing. You must be where you are at every time in life so that you can be able to maximize that particular time, season, or assignment. Often, people can be in a place physically, but they're absent either emotionally or they're absent, you know, psychologically, that's mentally, they're absent from that place. The Bible says that God is a rewarder. Not of them who try, not of them who are, you know, putting some effort, but of them who diligently, that is consciously, that is with commitment, persevering, and with hard work, search for him. There are many people in this life who have not been able to enter into their full reward for what God has for them because they are not diligent. God is a rewarder, not of everybody but of them that diligently seek him. There are a lot of businessmen who are not doing great, business people who are not really getting to where they ought to get to, not because God doesn't want them to get there, but because they are not diligent in the work that God has called them to do. So you see somebody can open a shop, you know, and then, you know, you leave the shop, you go doing, moving around, doing many things, and you are not focusing on that shop, you know. The place of diligence is the place of reward. You will be rewarded in anything you are diligent in. 
The Bible says in all labor there is profit. So you must understand. The Bible says God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is not a rewarder of everybody. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says to us, Then you will seek me, inquire of me, and require of me with all vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. That is that God does not want you to seek for him with part of your heart, part of your time, part of... No, God does not... If you are going to be successful in anything, it will require your total commitment. Paul said to Timothy, he said, this ministry that you have received, he said, give yourself wholly to it that your profiting may appear to all. If you want a success that is obvious, then you must be completely committed to what you are doing. If you want a success that speaks, then you must be wholly committed to it. He said, you shall give yourself wholly to it that your profiting may appear. That is that you don't, if you are 100% committed, he says you don't need advertisement. If you are fully committed to what you are doing, the commitment you are giving to what you are doing will speak of itself. You shall give yourself wholly to it that your profiting may, be, may appear unto all. So the Bible says they shall seek me and find me when they shall search for me. The word when means that there is a time when you decide, look, I'm dropping every other thing. I'm going to commit myself to just this thing and I'm going to make a success out of it. The Bible says the book of Proverbs 22 verse 29, the good news Bible says, show me someone who does a good job and I will show you someone who is better than most and worthy of the company of kings. The Bible Bible, the King James says, show me the man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. He says, show me someone who does a good job. Someone who is committed to his job. Someone whose mind, faculty, energy, consciousness has been brought to bear upon an assignment. He said, and I will show you somebody who is in company of kings. When you are good at what you do, kings look for you. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4 says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. That is that if a man is diligent, other people will become, you know, slaves to that man. Slaves in the sense that other people will serve that man. Now, he says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. Which means, listen, what scripture is saying here is that, it's not that this man is not working or he's working. But the problem is that he is working with a slack hand. Now, that slackness that comes into business is what actually often differentiates the men from the boys. When you see a man who is diligent and is not slack, it does not matter what he is doing. He's going to bring forth profit in that thing. But there's another man. It's not that he's not doing the work. He's doing the work, but he's doing it half-heartedly. He's not wholly committed to it. The Bible says that if you are slack in what you do, the Bible says you're going to become poor. That is that you will not eventually break even. You will not eventually succeed at what you are doing. The Bible says, be not, not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So men who eventually God receives their ministry are men who are diligent in what he calls them to do. Finally, Proverbs 12 verse 24, it says, The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. But the slothful shall be under tribute. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. But the hand of the slot, but the slothful shall be under tribute. There are a lot of people 
who would have been better than where they are. There are a lot of ministries that would have been better than where they are. But the challenge is that those businesses, those ministries, those assignments, they are being done with a slack hand. With a slack hand. And you know, and what happens is that, you know, because you are slack in business, you have to go out to get help, you know, for people to be able to move the things that you're doing. So you now come under tribute. So the Bible says the hands of diligence shall bear rule. When you see somebody who is diligent, you know, I mean, he he, he decides what his pay is. But when a person is not diligent, when a person is just doing things anyhow, the Bible says he comes under tribute. And the tribute here is not necessarily that you are paying tax or something. No, but you discover that you need people. What you could have been able to do by yourself, you now need people to come and be doing it. And you have to pay them, you know. And that's what it means. That's that's what that tribute there means. That there is something that you don't need to necessarily pay somebody. It's something that something that God has given you capacity to do. But because you are not diligent in business, you are not hardworking. You are not. You don't persevere. You don't bring your full faculties and attention to come to bear on what you are doing. Before you know anything, you are paying somebody else to do for you what you can actually do for yourself. And the Bible says that kind of a person. Scripture says concerning him that he will be under tribute. That means that you will be taking out resources that you should be saving, resources that you should be enjoying, resources that you should be using to expand your business or expand your life or expand your ministry. You are taking that resource and you are putting and you are paying other people to do something that you could have been able to do. And sometimes it can be in a family. You know, you, your, your children are just sleeping and not doing anything. And now you have to hire, you know, a domestic staff to be doing certain work in the house when you, your wife, and your children can come together and do that thing without having to pay those things. So if you're going to fulfill your destiny, you have to learn the key of diligence. So today is the day that the Lord has made. You shall rejoice and be glad in it. I believe you have been blessed. Go forward, make mighty progress. God bless you. Join Hamletty Michelia at Gateway Christian Center every Thursday by 5 p.m. and Sundays by 9 a.m. for a time of word, worship, and encounter with the Holy Spirit. Gateway Christian Center, experience life.